0: Hello, Chris Evans here, and welcome to the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast with Sky from Virgin Radio. Coming up, the always slick and gorgeous Rick Astley brings Dean Marinus in the midst of his swinging Christmas concerts. TV superstar Stacey Solomon turns the pages on her crafty new book, Tap to Tidy at Pickle Cottage. That's her house where she lives. It's a farm, actually. And BBC One special, Stacey Solomon's Crafty Christmas. Plus, awesome actor James Norton gives us the lowdown on the third and final series of Happy Valley on BBC One, and national treasure, actual Basil Brush, aims for a Christmas number one with his new single, Boom Boom! It's Christmas again. All of that and so much more to come. So, Basos, please kick things off and tell us who's first. There are some things our next guest will never do.
1: Give you up, (laughs) let you down, run around, desert you, but... Here is a thing he will do. Perform Rick Astley's Swinging Christmas at the Royal Albert Hall tomorrow and Friday. So, rather aptly, matter-of-factly, let's welcome Rick Astley. Good morning, Rick.
0: How are you? Good
1: morning. I'm very, very
2: well, thank you. I am very well. I'm up in Liverpool right now. Yeah, I'm really good.
0: So you gigged last night in Liverpool doing this show. How was it, my friend? It was amazing.
2: It's very, it's kind of a little bit nerve wracking, obviously, because it's very, very much not my um, normal show. Let's put it that way. But I just loved it, and the orchestra were absolutely amazing. Uh, we have the same guys and girls that us at the Albert Hall, so we're we're ready and rocking already. And yeah, it was just fantastic. It was so Christmasly. We sang a few Christmas songs, obviously. It was just lovely. It was really, really great.
0: And because it's not your usual stick, it's not your usual lane, you know, as, as yep. you alluded to there. Um, not that you need it at all, um, but is there some uh, level of f- potential forgiveness <laughs> within the audience? <laughs> um, I and, hope so. <laughs> and, but, and is that sort of is that sort of bolstered by the fact it's Christmas and everybody's there for a party, and it's very much a sort of sing along as well as a swing along?
2: Yeah, there is. Obviously, I think I think it is a fun thing to do, and obviously, I mean, talking about the Albert Hall, especially the, the whole lead up to Christmas, all those shows at Christmas really good fun. I've been many times seeing the carol singing there and all sorts. Um, But I also think to myself that everybody knows the songs that we're singing. All all, because I'm only doing the big swing songs. I'm not doing anything kind of left of sense. I'm doing stuff that everybody knows. And we all know them. They're in our DNA somewhere. My dad used to sing. That's kind of why I'm doing it. My dad used to sing them. And um, the only problem is I learned all my dad's words. So he he used to change the words somewhat, let's say. Um, and so I've kind of got them in my in my DNA, but I'm just I'm trying to kind of sing the original words and which uh, to be honest, it's just a bit of fun. I just love doing it. I love being in front of that orchestra and it just it just feels great.
0: Yeah, and amazing venues as well. Great time of year. I know you love Christmas. I know you love a Christmas gig. Uh, I've had the good fortune to experience a couple of those with you and cool. you love a party. Now I'm only guessing this, Rick because I know that famously um, that you and Lena only text uh, when you're on tour. Mm -hmm. Especially the morning after a gig the night before. But you sound like you may have had a little bit of a post show party yourself Uh, last night. I wouldn't say
2: we didn't have a party, but I think we all needed a glass of wine. Let's say that. I mean, um, there was, there was, we didn't have any emergency services. It wasn't that bad, but um, I love that, by the way. Emergency services. There you go. Hire one of them. Yeah. Uh, No, we, we, we were, we, um, we did have we had a glass of wine last night, and we also had a Jaeger before we went on with the whole orchestra, which was great. Oh wow. um, It's just like a ritual that my band and myself go through every time we do a gig. We have a little shot of jäger, e- even on even on a breakfast show, you know, on the radio. I level. know, um, I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, you, it it is Christmas. You are allowed a glass of wine, and um, we always we all wanted to talk about it as well. To be honest, that was the thing. It was so amazing i've got to be honest it's one of the weirdest things to stand in front of 50 people and sing because i'm so used to doing it with my band which obviously is a lot smaller than that and when you get up there with the strings and the brass and they're all playing those amazing things and malcolm who's conducting it's like it's an absolute joy to do it i'm so privileged to do it i understand that and um i just really love it and obviously the alba hall is probably the ultimate venue in the world to do it in so yeah it's it's pretty amazing really looking forward to it.
0: Is this like a speed date for something maybe more um, sort of substantial in the future do you think?
2: Uh, Maybe we have talked about it a little bit Um, I mean it's something I would love to do for sure Um, it's just a big undertaking and I think also it's that thing that when you just do a few of them and it's Christmas like you say everyone's kind of I'm not going to say routine for you when they're in the room, but they're as you say, they're a little bit more forgiving um, because it's Christmas. We're singing Christmas songs. um, And also, I think a lot of the big swing numbers, like the Sinatra numbers that we do and stuff like that, people sing along as well. So if you could get a word or two, you can kind of throw them the mic. So... um, but to actually go out on tour with it? I'd I'd love to do it. We'll have to see we we'll to see what happens next year, I guess.
0: Well you could do the whole of December, couldn't you, now that you know that three dates are <laughs> No, but you could though. I mean it'd be it'd be hard work, but you'd love it. And also it's about spreading joy, Rick. You're I'm gonna say this now. you could you can cover your ears if you like. Whenever cool. Rick's played Carfest for us, you know, um, certain bands charge a fee and certain bands don't and some give us discount and some don't, you know, it's all, all's fair in in love and showbiz. No question about that. But Rick never charges us a penny and always pays for his whole band to go. Um, And, you you know, Rick is a man of faith and you are all about um, paying it forward, aren't you, Rick?
2: Well, I, uh, that's very, very nice of you to say that, but I, I, I I also feel like I say, um, I've been extremely lucky and I still regard going on a stage as a privilege. And that might sound a bit corny and a bit wet for people, but I don't, I don't take it any other way. There's, there's so few people get the chance to do that, especially at the level that I've managed to do it here and there. And I kind of think you have to remember that. And I think to the idea of giving a little bit back every now and again, that's kind, of, that balances the chequebook for me. It's kind of like not just financially, but also just I think mentally and emotionally. Do you know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of, I mean, listen, Carfest is such an amazing event. I, I would do that for nothing anyway. Cause it's just, it's just an amazing feeling. Um, and it's a beautiful audience, and it it really is a special thing. Carfest, I think it's been it's been a little beacon, I think, in our year when when we've managed to do it and stuff, because it's a beacon of light, though, because it's just um, it's an amazing audience, it really is. Because somewhere in the back of people's minds, everyone knows why they're there. It's not just for the music, yeah. it's, it's not just for the cars. They know somewhere something really, really good is happening because of that event, and that's that's beautiful. I think
0: it's funny because Rick um, jumped on the show today. I suppose mostly. Because I just asked him to. Um, there there are nine <laughs> tickets available for Thursday night at the Royal Albert Hall. That's it. <laughs> so if you want one of those nine tickets, Friday sold out. Uh, royalalberthall.com for the funnest night out you could ever imagine ahead of Christmas. And I, I, hope, I hope he just makes it a regular thing. He's still on the line, by the way. Um, you know, I just hope he comes and spreads joy the whole of Christmas um, f- from now until he won't be able to do that anymore. Rick, I love talking to you. I love knowing you. Give my love to Lena. Have the greatest Christmas ever. And keep doing what you're doing. You're awesome. You're awesome.
2: Thank you. Same to you. I will throw that back at you, baby. Back at you.
1: The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. She cleaned up on X Factor, swept the floor in I'm a Celeb, polished off loose women, and now she's tidying up round yours, although she's currently snowed in at hers. Her latest book tip... Tap to tidy at Pickle Cottage is out now so if your place is a tip she's got a tap that'll have you tip top please welcome the well neat Stacey Solomon nearly
0: brilliant hello Stacey <laughs> ho 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 <laughs> well, I oh,
1: love the
3: introduction
1: it was
0: lovely wasn't it and Stacey you've, you've bothered to go outside you're on your iPad or whatever you're on in the snow um, snowed in on your farm is that right
3: yeah I'm just at my house because yeah. uh, no one will drive anywhere near here at the moment so right. I couldn't go for London I promise it's not you Sinead I was really excited to come and give you a cuddle
0: well she says that she's been advised by her lawyers that's probably the, the best way to open the interview uh, so, Stacey how snowed in are you and how long has the snow been falling for where you are in Essex
3: it's only been since last night because I got back from work last night and it started snowing but it's Ridiculous! I've never seen anything like oh, it. No, we haven't crazy. had snow like this in so long. The kids obviously do not want me to go inside, so we're just staying outside the entire day. Oh, um,
0: good for you! So they've got they've got a <laughs> snow day, so there's no school going down for those kids. No
3: they're all, right. all at home, and by the way freezing. I'm sure they'll be crying soon. You know what it's like. It all starts out very exciting.
0: <laughs> by the way, Stacey and her partner, Joe, are giving the Von Trapps a uh, run for the money. They've got five kids between them, one way or another now, so congratulations <laughs> for that. Um, five all, uh, as far as we're concerned there, Stacey. So tap to tidy. For people who don't know, what is tapping to tidy?
3: Uh, do you know what? It's basically just me taking a picture of something before, tidying it up, And then taking a picture of it after, and I just called it Tap to Tidy because it was so satisfying, and I love doing it so much, and it's just become something i think well for me it's the thing
0: Maybe of course not it is it's, it's Stacey sullivan's book tap to tidy great christmas present at tap to tidy at pickle cottage and we're speaking to her live now at pickle cottage crafting and creating a home with love because you know people tap now to help themselves to, to help calm themselves is there any of that going on is there a trigger tap as well or or is it just a phrase
3: um, it's just a phrase, but for me, I think I'd definitely even, so the Tapsicardia Pickle Cottage is about when we bought the cottage and started doing DIY on it and whatever we could within the house. And I absolutely loved it. Um, and so that's what Tapsicardia Pickle Cottage is about. And I think there is definitely something in that that is therapeutic and, and relaxing and takes your mind away from everything else, you know, and you think to yourself, oh, I could really do it with like a moment of silence. That is, that's what I'll, I'll do. Is I'll do something like I've a crafty. Oh, yeah Sorry.
0: <laughs> 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 crafty. Poor, like poor Stacy. The last thing she needs is an interview right now. <laughs> uh, but it's so good. So, like. In the, yeah. <laughs> in the first few pages, cladding walls, even wonky old ones, a couple of pages on that, how to choose paint colours, where to start. I love the Downstairs Blue Lou. I'm so proud of it. We've just, done, we've just redone our Downstairs Lou, and my wife made such a big deal about about you know, thinking about it and planning it, Stacy. Right? And I'm thinking it's the most important. No, oh, I please. know, I know. And I just, I didn't know <laughs> where she was coming from. Anyway, it's done now. It's complete, and it's such a joy to be. And I didn't think it could possibly be. You know, I, re- I can't wait to get home to have another pee. Oh, that's done it for her. That's done it for her. Come on. That's it. She's fallen off. I bet one of the kids has just hit her iPad with a snowball. That's. I guarantee that's what's happened there. <laughs> um. Sliding Wars, Even Old Wonky Ones. It's great, this book. It is good. This is like the first 20 pages. Uh, little things that I love. Saws, hacksaw, jigsaw, chopsaw. Fall in love with your tools, you know. And, and then sort of start to curate and to collect tools and to, to love and cherish them and pick where they're going to go and, you know, use your newest tool to, to to screw or hang the nails in your shed or your garage to get your sort of tool, Damien Hirst kind of thing going on. Do you know what I mean? It can all be beautiful, can't it?
4: Oh, I remember this in real time. Like, I was watching her Instagrams when she was. Doing that downstairs toilet, and when she was creating all the the kids' bedrooms and stuff, so it's actually quite amazing to see it all in the book now. I wish
0: we'd have instilled our downstairs toilet. Now that we've said that, because Tash has gone with because we inherited this downstairs toilet that had this sort of horrible seventies marble to it. Uh, but then what she's done is she's picked some vintage wallpaper, you know, and Dan the decorators got busy there, and then Bob the builders fashioned some sort of bespoke little shelves just for the soap nice. and things, and for the toilet rolls. And suddenly you just you just. It's it's like a little time machine. It's a time machine yeah. of, of, of um, comfort room joy and that people, comfort break joy.
4: People love that on Instagram or like social media when you see like a transformation of a room. And I think that's why hers has become so popular because she's done most of it herself as well. All right.
0: Well, she snowballed the kids back and she's back on the line. Coming again, oh, Stacey. Sorry
3: about that. I don't
0: know what happened. Well, we <laughs> thought one of your kids has snowballed your iPad. That's what we were thinking.
3: <laughs> I feel like the snow is just. Interfering with my signal, so I'm trying to walk around and make sure I get a good one. I'm seem, sorry. we're
0: so grateful that you're even bothering. Um, no, I'm so, so grateful for that
3: you've been having me on the show. I love coming on, All and right. I wish I could have come into the studio.
0: Well, there's always time, we can make up for that. Don't worry about that. Um, seriously, if you want to come in next week for a longer chat, that's fine. Not that we're done with you yet. Um, so I, rem- <laughs> I remember, I remember the first time that Al Pacino appeared on screen with Robert De Niro. Right. I remember the Boy. first time the Guardians of the Galaxy got together, you know, and what has come of, of these amazing meetings. I remember the story of how Rolls met Royce. Is it true that you and Mrs. Hinch are getting together for a TV show? Yeah. Oh, my, oh, my God, goodness. This could this could melt all the <laughs> minkies excited in the world.
3: You are, I've been asking her and asking her and trying to get her on to talk your life out for so long. Yes. And I finally managed to convince her. So she's doing an episode with us. And she's so brilliant and funny and smart and uh, honestly, she's she's I love her pieces. I'm so excited. We, we, when we get together as well, we are the saddest people on earth.
0: <laughs> well, you just you, do you have a clean off, a tidy off?
3: Literally, we're just like, oh, look what we can do here. We can organise these. We can scrub that. That
0: could be cleaner, <laughs> really. No, so let's give it oh, a go. God,
3: so I'd sad. love to be a part of
4: that.
0: Of course you would. <laughs>
3: She, do you know, she's Stacey? You'll have to come on the next <laughs> episode.
0: Oh. Stacey, you know, she's absolutely in love with you. Like, properly oh, in love oh, with you. The
3: fe- do you know what? The feeling's mutual, I'll be honest with you. I love listening to your voice in the oh. <laughs> Well, no, listen. Um, out of all the famous people in the world, you and
4: Mrs. Hinch are the only two that I DM after I've had a glass of wine. <laughs>
3: The messages oh, are I'm going to go and find them
0: now. Yeah, nothing to worry about there. <laughs> don't yeah, know, don't know. Don't know if you should. <laughs> no, no, maybe just forget. Un, why do you unsay that? Yeah. Or maybe just unhear <laughs> it, Stacey. That'd be great. Listen, <laughs> so we got to go, Stacey. Please come and see us. We're, oh. we're here till Christmas if you're around next week or whatever in the new year. Don't really mind, but it's great to have you on the show.
3: Oh, I can't wait to come down and Yes. Thank you so much for having
0: me. All right, you, you're very welcome. We're just going to leave it there because the Link is getting dodgier and dodgier as the snow <laughs> continues to fall around Pickle Cottage in the deepest, I won't say darkest, because it's lightest when it's snowy. Isn't? It's much lighter in the morning when it's snowy, isn't it? I know you hardly needed boat lights at all this morning. Yeah, especially if you didn't have a bike. You don't have a bite.
1: The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. He's the devilishly handsome anti-hero of an iconic drama who, for some reason, my wife Caroline was very keen to come in and meet this morning. He returns in the final series of Happy Valley on BBC One on New Year's Day. So please welcome a man whose 007 odds continue to shorten. It's Norton. (laughs) James (laughs) Norton.
0: (laughs) Very good, wasn't it? Very good. I've not heard that one before. Wow. Hello, James. Chris, hello. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thanks for coming in. My Um, pleasure.
5: How was the commute? (laughs) <laughs> we were just talking about. It was a little chilly. I'm a diehard cyclist, and I'm staying in Chiswick at the moment, and I didn't realize it was about ten miles. So yeah, my hands are slightly chilly, but I'm good.
0: How was the surface? Because we were—I was running in today, and Vasus was cycling in today. And yesterday, in the slush, it was less hazardous than it was today because the slush has turned to ice.
5: It, it depends what time you leave. Right. It was minus three when I left, right. and the smaller roads are a little hairy. Yeah. Okay. But also, cycling in the cold is great because you don't turn up. Well, usually, I turn up dripping with sweat, and this now I'm just cold. Which uh, is, yeah, you know, do you feel? Awake. I feel very. I feel a little awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any gloves on? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You, you yeah, gloves we were, That's when I was talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness me. My God, uh, yeah.
0: be, did you serpentine this morning as yeah. well? Oh did my. You, see, he he does that. He does that as well. Oh,
5: I'm into that. He's got yeah. all that going I'm, on. Are you? Yeah. Every morning, <laughs> wow. serpentine, 5am. It's, it's not, start, and this is what this not, is I is what I live for. Not every morning. It's the minus three days. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm really into that as well. We should talk about that another time. Maybe not right now. Let's talk about it now. Come on. Have you ice bathed I have. I did that first time about two, or three weeks ago. Yeah. Did you? Was it ice in it, or was it was it brass monkey, or no? It was ice, ice, ice in the paddling pool. Ice in the paddling pool. The, the, the Wim Hof thing. I did oh, the kind did of day. of Wim Good yeah, for yeah. you, James. Oh,
0: thanks. Um, well, welcome, welcome. Here we are, six slash seven years on from the second series of Happy Valley. Vassos hadn't watched series one or series two, and he thought it was a rom com, mm. so he went to tune in last night. <laughs> and then, and then, follow the joys of spring. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, what's happened so far took me to me a bit by surprise, I'll yeah. be honest. Because there's us, we're catching up with the White Lotus, aren't we? Thinking, similar vein, here we yeah. go. Not at all. So, James, um, was Series 3 always going to happen then?
5: I think so. I think Sally and Sarah, certainly Sally wanted to leave a gap Um after the second series, and we—I were remember—we were at the BAFTAs, and she was like, "I think we'll see you in a few years' time." And so we kind of we had the inkling, and I think everyone wanted to come back. Her her intention was to let Reese, the, the actor who plays Ryan, grow up so that he have more agency, and then would have and play, maybe, the yeah. same
0: guy playing. The, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, same yeah.
5: Role. yeah. We we all thought <laughs> we thought seven years of nothing. We all gonna came back. No one had changed, and then this like brute of a man walked in, and my little the guy playing my little boy is yeah. now six foot and a huge. So, man. so
0: if, if, can you frame it if you don't mind? Um, can you? could you frame it for people who don't know like Vassos uh, who might want to catch up because oh you can catch up with everything now on the BBC iPlayer can't you series one and two before series yeah,
5: three you can and they're pushing that and I think it's worth going back hopefully because there's so much nuance and you know there's so many different relationships to to kind of immerse yourself in um, I don't want to give away too much to yeah, Vassos no, for the second exactly, series exactly. But, yeah. no, but you find you find basically all the characters moved on and a lot of happens in seven years obviously uh, for Tommy His life's been pretty small. So this is your character? My character, who, if you've watched one and two, not giving anything away, he's now locked up. And so... His, he's been obsessing about the two kind of parts of his life, the, the son he loves and the woman he hates, and um, he's becoming more and more obsessed about those two different kind of binary Whilst aims.
0: Whilst remaining incarcerated?
5: Well, remaining incarcerated and growing his, his locks. Um it's, it's true to Sally's form. She always likes to give me a really uh, novel look, and this time she went for Jesus. So um, you can see the kind of scar on the head and the big hair and... Um, she did that on purpose. That's a Yeah, it was in Sally's stage directions are brilliant. Right. She she sort of directs and kind of conceives and she has this quite um playful, you know, a lot of can, stage directions can be quite dry. Sally's are very very funny and in there was a very um, you know, direct uh instruction to make Tommy look like
0: Right. Um Jesus. cue the fangirl. I loved it. I
4: know. I love Happy Valley. I was very excited that it was back. For you playing that character again 6 7 years on how familiar is he to you like how quickly do you jump back into him and and how much time do you spend thinking about what he's been doing for the last six seven years
5: good question good question well, we, we did have to we all discussed what had happened in the in the you know interim seven years and for the other actors of course life had moved on in a much bigger way because they had their full life so they and there was a lot more to fill in um for me as I said, it was about kind of um, going back to those two different, you know, the extremes of love and hate and just meditate. He, medit- he must have spent seven years just meditating on those two different things. So um, I've never had that before where you jump back into a character. Uh, There's something lovely about a repeating series because you feel you feel empowered and, and you've got this bank of memories like a human being would have. And so you kind of have an instinct, you know, what they might do in a certain, in- certain scenario. So that feels empowering as an actor. Um, Getting back into Tommy's head—it's—is it's, it familiar? I mean, it's always slightly dark, and 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 yet there's something quite enticing about it because everyone's—you know—we all get drawn to the subversive, dark fringes of uh, humanity, and Tommy is fascinating. So, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I, I do, do. I love him. I mean, I I love the experience of making the show. I love the people. Sally is the best, I think. At, at drama, dialogue. Um, Sarah is obviously the queen. So. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 love, I love going back to it. the world is familiar. Tommy is a, is a, dark, you know, your, your sort of distant friend who you, despise, but you can't quite tear, tear yourself away from.
0: Uh, James, thanks for coming in to see us. My pleasure. I really appreciate the fact you made it in today. So thanks so no, much.
5: No, I loved it always.
0: And good luck with everyone and uh, everybody to do with Happy Valley series three, New Year's Day, nine pm on BBC One.
6: The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show
1: with Sky Virgin Radio.
0: Be prepared to enjoy and be immersed in the wonderful world of who, versus Alexander? Ah, our next guest
1: has been a national treasure since the 60s and he's even more of a famous fox than the fantastic Mr Fox, the fox from Foxy Bingo and the fox in Fox's Glacier Mints combined. His new Christmas single, Boom Boom, It's Christmas Again, is <laughs> out now. So... What did the fox
7: say? Boom, boom! Of course, it's Basil Brush. Good morning, Basil. Hello,
1: hello,
5: hello, hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello,
7: hello. Yes. Boom, boom, Mr. Chris. Oh, how difficult it has been to get us two together with I the know. strikes, I and you're know. on seventeenth floor. My little legs ache just getting up here. How was the commute? Ah, well, you see, I decided to beat the strike by getting on me bike. <laughs> So I have, I've done 10 miles on my little bank right. Getting here today, my little legs were going And it was really <laughs> funny because Going along the embankment People looked to their left and they thought it was Nicola Sturgeon <laughs> It's only little old me And, and we're both ginger um, We're both little, but um, I've made it Finally, and, and
0: here I am Well well done and thank you uh, For people who can't see this, by the way, we, this is all being filmed And we'll get it off uh, and up wherever it needs to go For as many people in the world as possible Could you describe your outfit, which is uh, amazing by uh, the way Well you see, I'm looking at you and I, we're both in red Yes. And, but, but I'm dressed as King
7: I'm King Basil III from Pantomime because that's where I'm rushing off to today right. and that's where I came from last night I'm at the Theatre Royal Windsor where we're doing Sleeping Beauty and as you can see I'm in a proper King outfit with a crown as well and a Christmas twist And a, a, absolutely Christmas twist and I'm rather hoping you never know one day I might be in a new, I might get a series you know, I might get a Netflix series looking like this and Ginger
0: is perfect oh, wow that's perfect um, God, so many questions so talk about Windsor first of all the Panto Yes. Uh, you like it at Windsor you've been there a while now haven't you Yes,
7: this has been my ninth
0: year there.
7: I, I class it as my pantomime home. Uh, I mean, you came a couple of years ago with all your kids, yes. uh, came to see us backstage, and I couldn't imagine uh, being anywhere else at Christmas, opposite that magnificent castle, yes. and believe me, the quality of their bins uh, is superb. <laughs> <laughs> what you can eat and you know we're hoping rather hoping this year that we may get a royal visit you never know because they do live opposite and uh you know K- kate and wills would love to come i'm sure they're a little bit busy at the moment but it would be lovely to see them and and for me the windsor audiences are like no other because I mean, when we do 12 days of yeah. christmas they are rockers.
0: they are rockers, and we came on my wife's birthday do you remember Oh, I do. And we all sang happy birthday you, to the her The whole as audience sang happy birthday to Tash. So I'm rather <laughs> hoping that she is. might come along. I,
7: I mean, I have to say the winter audiences are the most loyal pantomime audience that you will ever see or hear. They will be booking for their seats once they've been this year. They'll be booking again for next yeah. year.
0: And who have you had with you over the years on that uh, stage?
7: Oh, my word. I mean, Anita Harris has been with us for the last three years. Yes. Um, And both of us, can you believe we're celebrating 60 years in show business? She's an absolute trooper. We've got Stephen Blakely, who is from Heartbeat, is our dame. He's been there for 13 years.
0: He's very good, isn't he? He's very good. And Martin
7: Cabell-Reed, who is my current mister as well, and tours with me. He's he's the sidekick and he's the comedy element, alongside my good self, of course. Um, And it is absolute great fun. I think we've been there for 13 years. I think it's either because we're very good or that we're cheap.
0: I'm not quite sure which it is. I don't think it's the latter, if you uh, don't mind absolutely. me saying <laughs> you know, But
7: it is quite fantastic, and it's my pantomime home, and they'll have to drag me kicking and screaming from out of there into the castle, maybe.
0: Let's just talk about the art of panto, uh, yes. because there's a lot more yes. to it than meets the eye, isn't there?
7: Uh, yes, I mean, the thing is, half of a pantomime is the audience Yes. taking part, screaming, shouting, heckling. You've always got to have some sort of comeback for the audience, <laughs> you know, when they're saying, boom, boom, bezel, or it's behind you, and it's not behind you. So they form... Uh, (laughs) half of the audience, and of course you've got men playing women, you've got women playing men, you've got foxes playing dads, you know, so you have to sort of like, it's an illusion. And it for is. the kids, it is obviously the first time some of them have ever been into a theatre. So they put down their iPads, they put down their Xboxes, and for some time, about two hours, they are actually kids again, Mr Chris. They're in the moment. As are the grown-ups.
0: Well, we're all kids, aren't we? That's we're the all point, kids at it? heart. You and I, we're both kids. That is heart. awesome. Yeah. All right, let's go back to 1962. So you're born, oh, you were born it. this year. <laughs> Sorry. Flipping it. You're going back. Can I, I remember I that? I apologise, but we've got to go there. because yes, yes, the, I want to do the yes. definitive Basil Brush interview. So oh, yes. You were born 60 years ago this you. Born
7: on stage and the audience liked it so much, my mother kept it in the act <laughs> <laughs> BOM BOM <laughs> You have to think
0: about that one for a second. I'm That's lo- one you let sit. I'm loving this. Um, but <laughs> next year is your 60th anniversary in show business itself. So your first appearance was with the three scampies. What was Correct. that? What was going on there? Correct. I mean, I, I can hardly remember that far
7: back, but it was all in black and white. Right. Which is always such a big surprise to people when they see that I'm actually a natural shade of orange. <laughs> Aunt and like Anne Robinson and some of the others. You, you're just hanging in there. You're nearly a silver fox. I'm box. not really. To yeah, you're hanging in there. Thank you. Um, but it was all black and white. And then, of course, it went on to the David Nixon show.
0: Right. Now who's David Nixon, for people who David don't know, right. he was a magician. Yeah,
7: again, black and white. Yeah, very, you've never he, seen him in. He color. was a very cool customer, wasn't he? Yeah, he was very good. He was sort of the first sort of art of putting magic onto the television screen. Yeah, and I was just had a bit part, you know, a very minor role in that. What did you do? How did they fit fit a fox into what was going on with David Nixon? I was just sort of like his assistant, right? And I would just do a, you know the odd little joke, you know, just just a little. I say, I say, I say, what do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. boom, boom. <laughs> I know you've heard it before, but I'm recycling, saving never, the planet. N- nobody does like you, need Basil. I'm saving the planet by recycling all jokes. Uh, what about the merch? How's the Basil merch done over the years? Oh, I mean, we, I mean, there's plenty on eBay now. That's a magnificent thing now, isn't it? How you can go onto eBay and go, blimey, I look a bit ropey there. Yes. And it's a toy from the 60s or the 70s. Yes. So I, I think it's magnificent, all this modern stuff, you know, on iPads and all of this, yes. that, you know, merchandise from the past, little, little toy cars that I've got. So they're all out there and little mini puppets of me because I'm real I'm not a puppet of see? course of course absolutely and so
0: for you eBay is often MeBay. yeah MeBay. oh my goodness absolutely <laughs> you're, smi- you're smiling at me you like that one don't you <laughs> <Me-bay>. I'm <laughs> going to have that, that that's very good that <laughs> alright listen we're almost done we've got to play Are Basil's it? boom boom yes we, that's like half an really? hour how fast Crikey. did that go I know uh, boom boom it's Christmas again Basil you've got to have a quick <gasps> word with Basil Rachel you've got to have a quick word <gasps> with Basil this yes. is a once in a lifetime opportunity, opportunity.
7: yes absolutely Basil what's your favourite costume uh, the one I'm wearing at the moment, I've got to say, because I look like the king and everybody's parts when I walk down the street. They go, oh, look, it's the king, it's the king. You know, King the III, and, and, and I have to say, if Charles needs a stand-in on his coronation day, I'm there for him. Off your rock. Give us the top joke from the Windsor Panto this year. Oh, well I don't want to give away the jokes in the Windsor Pantomime, um, but there's, there are lots of things going on, everybody's going to get wet, um, there's lots of lots of boom booms, and lots of songs, but um, I say, I say, I say, what's the difference between folks who live in Dubai and folks who live in Abu Dhabi?
0: I don't know, what is the difference between the folks who live in Dubai and the folks who live in Abu Dhabi? Folks in Dubai don't like the Flintstones
7: and those in Abu Dhabi do.
0: Yay! <laughs> brush on the bom, show bom. today!
7: Here we go, it's Christmas again! <laughs> boom, boom! Thank you, Basil!
6: The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky.
7: Virgin Radio.
0: All right, we've heard from a bunch of incredible guests already, but still to come, Michelin star, best chef in the world, Angela Harnett dishes the details on her foodie podcast, Dish. The cast of Frozen the Musical sprinkle festive joy with their show at London's Theatre Royal. And lad babies Mark and Roxanne Hoyle share all about their sure-to-be fifth Christmas number one on the bounce, the new charity single, Food Aid. So let's get right back
1: to it. Vassos, who's next? She's one of our all-time favourite guests, especially when she turns up with food <laughs> and a secret surprise. Nick Grimshaw, her foodie. Where is he? Yeah, where is it? he? I don't know. Where is her foodie it? podcast dish is available now, and it's all you could wish because honestly, chefs don't come any better than
8: Angela Hartner. Hi, and... Angela. Oh, you're so nice. Don't, don't leave us so alone next time. Oh,
0: that's it's been very at least kind. two days, hasn't it? <laughs> so uh, I know. we had this lunch on Wednesday. It was at Murano in Mayfair, which is your. Restaurant. Of course, it is. Um, Can you take us through the menu? Because I was so excited about everything. The food was unbelievable. It was this white truffle lunch. Can you remember the menu in order? Because people keep asking me, and I didn't take one home with me, and I can't remember. So we had
8: little canopy bits little nibbly bits so which arancini, were? arancini which are risotto balls and then we had this I think I described I think it was to you I described it Chris they're like basically cheesy doughnuts oh cheesy churros che- hollow cheesy churros che- yes yeah, so you, these really hot sort of cheesy churros oh, that's it that's so then good. we had a lovely fresh pasta with white truffle that was pappardelle, wasn't it yeah papadeli. Yeah, yeah. Chris I love it you yeah, know yeah. all the time no, I loved it you love it and then we did um, this uh, veal that we soak in sort of marinating buttermilk so it's really tender with white Wild mushrooms, and celeriac, and again, again, little and then a uh, creme
0: caramel creme caramel, and then something afterwards.
8: And then uh, this lovely cheese called Vacherin cheese. It's like Vacherin d'Or, so it's like molten cheese. You put it in the oven, it melts, and it's liquidy. And it we was over
0: it potato, wasn't over it? Over
8: potato. And I said yes. this to Rachel,
0: and she said, yeah. "I think you, I think you were having too much fun, you know, with the cold <laughs> drinks, because you just said you had a dessert, sweet dessert, and then a savoury, but it wasn't, it was, yeah, because that's one way of for having a meal, yeah, isn't exactly,
8: it? yeah, finishing off. We had some gherkins, a little bit of sweet mustard, and then Vacherin cheese and a bit of truffle on top.
0: Tell us about the sweet Dessert again. What was that? Creme caramel. So that was creme caramel again with white. Yes, that was being controversial.
8: White I mean, you know, not um, many people, but no. we thought it was a lunch. It was a nice cele- celebration lunch. All right, you've so uh, missed it.
0: out the Jerusalem artichoke. The artichoke. Oh yes, God you <laughs> Yeah. With this amazing anchovy dip. Your anchovy dip I yes. could live on that dip. Oh my god. I could yes, literally spoon it in my mouth. With no bread, nothing yes. for the rest of my life, and they could say, <laughs> "Why does Chris Evans smell like that? Because all he ever eats is Angela Hartness and anchivi- dip. He eats nothing else. He had it once on a Wednesday at Christmas back in 2022, and ever since then, that's all he has. His children smell of it. He smells of it. His dog smells of it. Marlow smells of it. His Virgin Radio smells of it, and it's all because of Angela Hartner. That mm. dip is ridiculous. Oh, that
8: is yeah. That's called it. So dip from um, Piemonte, and it's called bagna So basically, hot bath, and you basically melt down these Angela. Anchivi- so, that it's like this liquid with olive oil, bit of butter, bread in there, so it's a thickness to it. And then you take this artichoke, the whole artichoke. You know, the big globe one, you rip it apart and you just dip it in. Yeah. And you just sort of, you know, and it is. And it's sort all of get involved with your hands so and not really worry unfair. about it. It's amazing. Uh,
0: we need It to... was
8: really good, actually. I forgot about that. Well done, Chris. Now,
0: we pretend not to like each other sometimes because it's good for. It's, it's good bands. <laughs> no, not you and I. Not oh, right. you and I. Faster, 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 myself, and Rachel. Oh, right, um, but we do love each other to death. Of course. And I think that I would like to take you two to, to Angela's restaurant. I would like that very oh. much. <laughs> Literally, table for three. Nobody, yep. no partners, nobody else. And a table for three. Angie, if you would join us, that'd be amazing. Oh, I would love to. Yeah, um, definitely. Because, and we should try and recreate that meal. That meal was. I, yes. know, I know that you don't eat me any more, Vassos. But if anything anchovies. ever brought, eat anchovies. Well, that's all right. Anchovies is fine. That's all good. But if anything ever brought you back to this table, the veal was. The veal was on. Oh, stop
8: it! I just stop wish it. Was,
0: I just, it! I just wish it wasn't from an animal. I mean, I still like yes. it to be honest. But I just wish that wasn't from an animal. Because then yeah. everybody could have it. Your podcast dish. Thank you. Is the funniest. <laughs> podcast I've ever heard. Oh, and it's a so cooking sweet. P- but it's a cooking podcast but yep. it's so funny. Yeah. You and Grimmy, your <laughs> chemistry, you know, you might be up there, you might be usurping Anson Deck with chemistry. You get on so well. It's like you're one person is speaking with two different voices from the same kind of soul. You're so good together, man. I know. We went
8: on like a speed date to see if we'd get on well. And I think we, put, we were asked all these different questions. Nick remembers it better than me. And he basically said, apparently one question was like, what do you put on toast? And my reply was just anything anything's good on toast what's the matter and he goes that's it i want to work with her that would be brilliant so waitrose
0: so, did a chemistry test
8: yeah sort of in a sense good to, you for know, them just to see how we got on because we'd met each other once but we'd never worked together and we just have the both both of us have the same sense of humor he knows how to sort of poke to make me laugh and stuff and now i now i know him well i take the mickey out of him so we get on really well um, and he's good fun i think there's a couple of things and he should have been here this morning so i don't know where he is I there. think <laughs> there's,
0: a, there's a couple of strings to your secret of success as far as chemistry is concerned first of all neither of you take yourself seriously at all mm. and, and you're the best chef in the world in my opinion oh, yeah. bless. Um, And uh, but you wear that very lightly on your sleeve and Nick doesn't take himself too seriously um, and that's why he doesn't do what he used to for a living anymore because people said you need to take this more seriously go, well I don't want to take it more seriously and that's that's absolutely fantastic um, and also you both Love. A laugh. you love life and you yeah. love a laugh. And you both love food. <laughs> yes. You know, he like he like, does like to
8: cook. He does. He likes to cook. He likes to understand what's going on. He'll always ask loads of questions. He always says he's gonna recreate it at home, but yeah. he's never done that yet. Yeah. But he does love his food and he knows his food. He eats out a lot. I he's know. like yeah, he knows it and he wants it. we need to get you on there, Chris. I'm come on
0: with the tea. I am get... more than... no, forget the team.
8: <laughs> <Jeez>. Forget it. <laughs> Sorry guys, I did extend
0: the invite. We so call right. him we yeah, call yeah. him the crane. <laughs> Because if, even if you're first at the free food table, <laughs> this big hand comes over your shoulder and it cranes in, and it's Vassos Alexander. big. I need some carbs because I'm going to the Serpentine. I'm going to crane it only because I've got to eat. It. I don't eat meat, but I eat everything else. <laughs> you
8: don't stand a chance, do you? but That's um, fine, isn't yeah. it? That's, <laughs> all all all, that's all true. You
0: want people yeah. in your restaurant. I'm not we clever enough to make it. all that up. That's all true. I'm just yeah. reflecting real life. Yeah. But the podcast is so good, so mm. good, and it's, it's very great. Good. Yeah, great to see. You. Always great to see you. Love it. Love you light up the world wherever you go. She's brought in homemade sausage rolls. You ready for this? Yep. That's can't Have so annoying. Here we oh, go. This, this is Angela's so homemade
8: sausage roll. I'm girl. so sorry, I forgot. Otherwise, I would have done you.
0: You know, so you sorry. You didn't forget. Stretch me a You still <laughs> vegan? Yeah.
8: Wow. so I can't be making
0: vegetarian oh. sausage rolls. Oh, can I have the?
8: Can you, oh, I wouldn't have the mince pie. I think I might have a little bit. That's
0: mince pie. All right. This is the podcast. Get it into your life. It's gorgeous. Oh my goodness me, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> You brought in mince pies as well. Enjoy. Savory, frozen, and then we'll sweet. Okay, after that. So, thank you, Angela. Happy Christmas. I love you. I love you, I love you, I love
6: you. you. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky.
1: Virgin Radio. Baby, it's cold outside, but don't be sad, baby. Warm up with Lad Baby. Their latest bid for Christmas number one, Food Aid, is out now with all the profits going to fight poverty and hunger. Bob Geldof loves them, and we love them. They are Mark and Roxanne Hoyle.
0: Good morning, Mark, and good morning, Roxanne. Oh. Hello, 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 aloha! Thanks for making time for us this morning, especially seeing as you're not together. Roxanne, explain what's going on this morning with you as a family. Oh,
4: um, our little boy isn't very well this morning, so um, he's not been very well. So I am at home being a mum and. Nice. Uh, after my little
0: boy. So you're holding the fort and Mark is on the PR trail, but you're joining him now virtually. I
5: am. All I right. am. Yeah.
0: Uh, Mark, for those of us who don't know, and I don't know, I'm happy to put my hand up and say this. I, I'm you know, never scared to ask what potentially might sound like the most stupid question in the room. Um, but uh, I don't know your origin story. How did Lad Baby come about, please?
9: Um, you know what? He started about five years ago when I became a dad. I had no idea what being a dad was all about. So I thought I'd start a a facebook page i thought i'd you know make a diary of my journey into fatherhood changing nappies and you know being a dad and try and make some friends online uh, that's that's then grown into what it is today a platform where we try and just make videos, make people laugh, raise awareness of great causes and you hear my terrible singing voice at Christmas all all, all in aid of, of trying to support the food banks of the UK. Good for you,
0: pal. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's not a win-win. It's a win-win-win-win-win. I mean, you, you could go on forever with Thank this you. one. Um, and Roxanne, a little laughter goes a long way, doesn't it?
4: It does. It does. I think in times when it's hard or even when you're parenting and you're feeling a bit low or... Just laughing, dancing and singing through life has got us through most of the hardest times, I think.
0: (laughs) And Mark, tell us about the first ever number one. We built the city on sausage rolls. How did that happen? How did it come about? Where were you when you thought about it? And how quickly was the meteoric rise to the top spot?
9: Oh, you know what? It it came about because I genuinely do love Sausage Rolls. (laughs) Um, And somebody, one of our followers who was following us on social media, said, you know, have you ever thought about doing a song about Sausage Rolls? So, of course, we went for We Built This City on Sausage Rolls, a song that everyone already sort of sang already. We recorded it in October time um, and then sat on it for a few months thinking, are we mad? Uh, And then then the, the hope was for it to make Top 40 so that I could tell my friends I was a pop star. Yep. Um, and then and then we wanted to give all the money to a cause that was close to our heart. Rox's mum, you know, um, worked at a food bank. And we yeah. thought if we could help people that are struggling at Christmas, then why not?
0: It's brilliant, mate. It's brilliant. And the one thing you don't want Thank to do you. is sit on your sausage rolls for too long. So you didn't. <laughs> and that was good. And uh, what happened next, Roxanne? Well, wow.
4: so then, then there came year two where, you know, obviously the food bank still exists. And we still wanted to make a difference. So the second song was was born, and, um, it, yeah, that was a bit crazy. I think the first one for me was crazy. But um, I, I Love Sausage Rolls came, um, and we, we sang <laughs> and danced to that. And, um, shockingly, that went to number one as well, which was incredible because, you know, so many people supported it in the UK. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was an amazing, amazing thing. I think me and Mark just both are even in the music industry. So... For the Trestle Trust as well, it was just an incredible, incredible thing for them because, you know, not many charities have number ones.
0: Yeah, no, it's amazing. Of course it is amazing. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing that you're doing. And it's no coincidence, is it, that before you came on the scene, the X Factor was ruling the roost with the Christmas number ones. And, you know, since you come on the scene, the X Factor's gone off the air. So so um, do you feel any responsibility for that or, you know, any mitigation for that? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's funny, isn't it? Because is there any pressure with this? Because you're four years in and you come for your fifth year. And, uh, you know, is there a meeting, in you know, sort of April, May, June, July time thinking, what are we going to do this year? Are we going to bother again? Should we, should we sort of, um, should, we, should, we, uh, should we leave at the top? Things like that. Uh, when did the Project 2022 uh, kick in?
9: Yeah, you know what? We actually, we wasn't going to do one this year. Obviously, we did one last year with Ed Sheeran and Elton John. We did a great job and we felt like, you know we, we was going to give this year a rest let our kids have us for christmas um but me and rox became ambassadors for the trussell trust this year and with a cost of living crisis energy prices going through the roof we knew that the best way to get everyone talking about the trussell trust and the need was for us to to release a song you know that's getting this opportunity today allows us to talk about the importance of food banks so yeah that, that was why we did it and yeah, we we had the idea of doing doing band aid, and s- somehow it's 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 happened.
0: Well, it's never happened before, you know, unless unless it was something to do with Bob himself directly, or mid or or the two of them. They've never given anyone permission other than themselves to mess with their song. Um, how did you swing it?
9: Uh, we just asked. Um, we we sent them an email six months ago, and we said we're thinking about trying to support uh, you know food poverty in the UK, and they didn't hesitate. They came back straight away and said that some of the Band-Aid Trust had actually donated. They'd seen what we'd been doing over the previous years. They'd donated to our fund and they'd be honoured for us to give it a go, which totally blew us away. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, of course there's pressure. You know, we're taking one of the most loved and, you know, well-known charity songs of all time um, and we want to do it justice and we want to do do them proud. So, yeah, we, we hope everyone loves it and we, we hope everyone gets behind it, gets downloading and we get to you know help a lot of families this christmas
6: the best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky.
0: Virgin Radio. Well, here I am with the cast of Frozen. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. You are the best. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I say that every week to everyone, but I really mean <laughs> it this week. We'll take it. I never did the next bit. The I really mean it bit. <laughs> Sam, great to see you. Hello. Congratulations on everything. Oh, thank Personal, you. Personal, professional, performative, oh, otherwise. Thank you very much. So great. So the last time we talked a couple of years ago, um, how was COVID for you? How are you now? Uh, not you personally. Personally, but your your job and yeah. your production and uh, how are the audiences are they back with a plum?
10: Yeah, I think it was a really tough time for our industry, yep. um, but I do feel like because of that, there's. It's just such a joy in the theatre yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. much love and you can really feel that the audience is like we've missed this and we feel that energy
0: well uh, just uh, last time you came on it was just pre-everything wasn't it yeah the in the West End and it won all the awards in America on Broadway so all you could do was mess it up really <laughs> um, yeah. but congratulations because you didn't oh thanks <laughs> um, and you've won all these awards seven what's on stage awards for Olivier Award nominations how has it been it, obviously it's a marathon not a sprint how is it day in day in day out I know that you and your friends here, who we'll meet in a second or two. You were on stage last night. How how is it every day? Sometimes twice a day.
10: Yeah. Do you know what? It's of all the jobs I've ever done, I think it. I think it's probably my favourite job. And the idea of like, singing Let It Go eight shows a week is maybe a, an intimidating <laughs> idea. But I just. I never ever. Will ever get tired of singing it? It's like it's really a joy to be on that stage. Right,
0: introduce me to your friends.
10: So we've got Emily. Hi Emily. Oh, you've been Thank you. Good to see you. Giovanni. who plays Krista. Hello, Hello, Jovan. <laughs> Craig who plays Olaf.
0: Naughty yeah. Craig. Hello, Naughty Craig.
10: <laughs> Ollie who plays Evil Hans.
0: Hi Ollie, how are you? Evil. So <laughs> unevil in real life. Though. I
10: know, definitely. I know. <laughs> yeah. And then Richard who plays Wesselton. Hello. Hello, Richard. How <laughs> hey, are you
0: doing? I'm very well, thanks, Chris. Okay, when did you get involved in this, this whole shenanigans, this whole Sharabang of Joy? I fell into it in two thousand and nineteen. <laughs> I auditioned and, right. and, and, and I got the role. Okay. And that's it. What did you take with you songwise, or did they tell you what to do to it's get in?
1: Uh, no, no, I, I I brought a song. What did you bring? Um do you know what we we're just talking about this? is called I Love You Because. Right. Which was a, a a little sort of funny, quippy song.
7: Yeah. Um and then they said, "But well, we don't hear that ever again." And then they just said, "We just want to see you for Wessleton."
1: Very what? He funny. Doesn't really see
0: <laughs> very funny. Of course he is. He's got funny bones. You <laughs> can tell. Uh, Emily, you are the new honour. I am. How long have you been honouring for?
10: Uh, since September. Okay. So yeah, not that long.
0: Did you sneak in and watch the show beforehand before you took over the role?
10: Well, I actually, I've been with the show already for oh, years. Oh, you have. So All right. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So you were there. Okay. And how was it stepping? You know, front of stage, center stage. How was that? Oh, for
10: you? honestly, it's. Um it really is a dream come true for <laughs> do you me. You still get like.
0: nervous though because you do it every day. Oh
10: yeah, absolutely. I think I think I'd say it's more adrenaline than nerves, but right. I think they're always a good thing, aren't they? Cuz yeah. I think it's important to use use your nerves and uh, yeah, use them in the right ways. <laughs> yeah, no, it's
0: funny because stress either, because dep- you have good stress and bad stress. Yeah. And what happens is if it's good stress, you get adrenaline. If it's bad stress, you get cortisol. And one <laughs> paralyzes you and the other one, you know, jettisons you off like a rocket to the heavens. I'm presuming it's the latter.
10: Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, Anna, is, she's a very energetic role. So yeah, of she is. A, little bit of, uh, a little bit of adrenaline really works. You all look really, really,
0: really fit as well. It's, it's, you know, you are match fit, aren't you? Nice. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like when 10, I can't, knew you <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that, I'll take that the naughtiest. These thespes. No, but it's like the better tennis player you are, the less you have to practice because oh. you you play in so many matches anyway. Yeah. You just you just literally match fit all the time. Uh, now, Javan, or Javan, right? I had the That's most right. trouble with your name. I do apologize. Because there's a silent D for a start. There now, is. That set my is <laughs> all right off. Is it de Javan? <laughs> or uh, it is Van der Vliet. Yes. Come on, where's that? A what Dutch a what name! An amazing name. <laughs> Thank so, you. Are you. Were you born in, in the Netherlands?
5: I was born in Belgium. Oh. Um, I've uh, gone around and traveled around, lived for four and a half years combined in Latin America. Right. Um, but my family is Dutch, and I do still say the Netherlands is my home.
0: All right, so you fulfilled the role of Christopher. How does he do? How does he, Christoph? Out of ten, would you say, gang? The rest of the gang. Oh, oh yeah. It. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the judges' scores are in, and it's uh, ten. And fifty out of fifty. Congratulations, <laughs> Siobhan. Uh, Did you always
5: want to do this for for a job? Well, I started with it quite late. I had um, I did my first and production when I was nineteen. Um, oh, that is late, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I got the lead in that, and then the theatre bug just.
0: Why did you leave it so late?
5: If you don't mind me asking, I've taken more time to find what I've truly wanted to do. I just—I'd always sung, I'd always played the piano, but I'd never gone into theatre. I just didn't know a lot about it until I was about sixteen. You have great
0: hands, if you don't mind me saying. Uh, you thank do. You. Uh, you have very piano play because Elton piano. John doesn't really, but of co- apparently he did quite well with with the other kind of hands anyway. He's doing all right. But you have very sort of dexterous. Hands. <laughs> thank <Very> you. Dexterous. <laughs> Well, well done and welcome. Uh, so, you. Olaf's here, Craig Gallivan. Tell me about you and Olaf. How How is he with you? How are you with him?
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm very lucky because um, I've got a four-foot-tall puppet that I cart around with me, so instantly...
0: Should we be talking about this on the radio?
1: <laughs> 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 Only eight times a week when I have a rest. Um, yeah, so instantly the audience sees the Olaf that they know and love, so he does f- a lot where of work. Where are you
0: from? Swansea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bravo, bravissimo, bravo, bravissimo. That's Italy, right? Yeah, but it's well, it's quiet. They sing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they sing that. That's what they sing. <laughs> God, I'm only trying to be friendly. <laughs> Jesus, it's Christmas. Um, so, singing in the family, singing in the in the neighbourhood is. Was, did you? Yeah, you me and my sister
1: both sing. Yeah. Um, we just went to youth theatre like as yeah. kids and and sort of just one thing led to another. Still doing it. Yeah. When
0: you do this, when you do this professionally, right, and you end up at a karaoke somewhere, is that just all the fun? Do you choose to leave it a while? You know, let everybody else have a go, and then you go. <coughs> Over
1: here, thank you. <laughs> you can't leave it too long though, because then you might have had too many drinks. But yeah, you get. See, it's that's a, where we think line. we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you
0: yeah, know, because yeah. you're a pro, that's not necessarily where you, when, and where you want to. What would you pick as your? Car- you, what about a karaoke this Christmas? A oh. karaoke. Oh, wow. Off you go. I like Let It Snow, you know, A bit of Booble. Let it snow, let it that's snow. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the remix. Can't leave alone. <laughs> I got to ask you this. Sorry, it's a cliche question. Uh, it's, not, it's quite predictable, but you know, performing. Frozen in the West End, whilst it's freezing outside, does that add to the, does that help? It really does, and the other
10: day, we came out on Sunday, and it was snowing, and we, me and Emily got so excited, we actually, we made a little Instagram video, and after, we were like, oh, I've got a little tear in my eye, because it's so magic that the kids would come out, and it's snowing outside. For them, I bet. So magic, yeah.
0: Unbelievable, little frozen tear. Oh, yeah frozen, te- yeah, frozen tear. Frozen tear. A signature frozen tear. Well, listen, you are awesome. I am giving out the website. Are, are, are there any tickets available now till March? Yeah, all. All right, Okay. <laughs> frozenmusical.com. You gotta go along to this. It's one of those things that if you when it's over, you go, why didn't we take the family to that? If it's within your means, get on, jump on frozenmusical.com now. What are you gonna play for us next, gang?
10: We are gonna sing I Can't Lose You.
0: All right, here we go. Let's give you a bit of background while the gang get together and uh, get themselves <laughs> sorted out for this. This song was written for stage, for the stage adaptation of Frozen, first performed in twenty nineteen, and it takes place shortly after mm-hmm. Anna arrives at Elsa's Ice Palace take it away
10: what do you want Anna? this just you and i talking and chatting and taking up space and you you look so at peace which i did not predict after what all took place i'm so sorry i didn't know
6: the best of the chris evans breakfast show with sky
0: virgin radio Thank you so much for listening to this, the podcast of the Virgin Radio Breakfast Show. Don't forget you can subscribe and get it every week from wherever you get your podcast and you will never miss the weekly roundup of all the best bits from our Virgin Radio Breakfast Show with Sky.